Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast. Fearless Mom is a shame-free, guilt-free, judgment-free community of moms who are doing our best to set our kids up for their best. We know you're busy, Mom, so we don't want to add to your already long to-do list. We just want to help you be intentional in what you're already doing. This season will help moms better understand themselves and their children as they embrace the responsibility of raising up children who become resilient, courageous, and hopeful adults. We'll talk about everything from the value of daily rhythms and routines to creating your own family boundaries with technology. And rest assured, we most definitely will laugh along the way. It is our theme verse after all, Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. This is Julie Richard. Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast. We just wrapped up our series, Lighten Your Load, as we together looked at the weighty responsibility of motherhood, and we embrace the weighty responsibility without letting it weigh us down. We looked at several topics like worry and mom guilt and overwhelm, topics that are familiar to most moms. I'm going to really go ahead and say every mom. And we recognize that those are part of our lives and that that is part of motherhood, but we do not let worry, we do not let mom guilt or overwhelm dictate our decisions or dominate our thoughts. We are going to recognize those and respond to them in a healthy and productive way. And now we're going to dig into another series that we're calling ASAP as we look at the overwhelming task of parenting and we break it down and we make it ASAP as simple as possible. Let's pray together and get started. God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for the gift and the responsibility of motherhood. I ask right now that you settle our hearts and minds and open our eyes and ears, God, so we can see and hear what you want us to learn today, so we can be the parents you have created and called us to be. Hover over every family. Assure them that you are with them and you are for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. I am not a big cook, but I do love baking, especially around the holidays. And I make the same breakfast casserole that I'm sure you have at one point or another made. I know you've definitely eaten it. Breakfast casserole. The breakfast casserole that is made with eggs and sausage or bacon and toast and a little bit of milk and cheese cheese, always cheese. Here's the thing about my breakfast casserole. It's different every time I make it. And Sylvie recently, Sylvie, one of our bonus daughters, texted me and asked me for the recipe. And I sent her a text and it included things like 18 to 20 eggs, or if it's smaller, you can do, you know, eight to 10 eggs. Or then I added handfuls of cheese. Yes, that precise. And then I said, 
eight to 10-ish pieces of sliced bread. And I said, dry mustard, if I have it, and milk. And then I literally put in parentheses, um, a cup or so, question mark. I literally left a two-minute voice memo with extremely vague directions about how to prepare and cook the casserole. I was using words like about and around and I think, or as far as I can remember. Here's the thing, though. Shockingly enough, Sylvie reported back that her casserole turned out great. The thing about this breakfast casserole, it's really more of an art than a science. And mine tastes different literally each time I make it. Every Christmas, I will say, guys, heads up. I have no idea what the casserole is going to taste like. I don't know what I put in there. And I typically remove it from the oven when, yes, Max smells it and says, hey, do you know when the casserole is going to be ready? And somehow it turns out okay. And every so often I'll ask maybe Emily to make it with me or one of the other girls and or even Joe. And they can get a little stressed out when I tell them, you know, okay, just put a handful of cheese or pour in some milk. Or if they ask me how long to set the timer or how long to cook it, I'll just say, well, until it's not jiggly in the center. Yeah, that's right. That's what I say. It needs to cook until it is not jiggly in the center. My recipe is not exact and it is not precise. And that can be stressful for those who are trying to cook it for the first time. I think parenting is a lot like making that breakfast casserole. Motherhood is anything but exact and far from precise. It's much more of an art than a science. And like the casserole, there are some basic ingredients. You've got love, patience, wisdom, grit, but the application of those ingredients is unique to each and every family, to each child, and to each stage of life and each situation. And that can get stressful really fast. If you're looking for precision parenting or exact parenting, it can get pretty stressful. If you get hung up with the question, am I doing enough? Did I do enough? Like we do when we're doing the casserole. Is this enough milk, enough eggs? Am I cooking it long enough? Here's the deal. Our goal in this series is to uncomplicate parenting as much as we can. We're going to attempt to make this parenting thing as simple as possible. We've already learned that the best way to reduce overwhelm for ourselves and our hearts and in our homes is to simplify, to make things as simple as possible. And that's what we're going to do with parenting right now. We're going to look at the basic ingredients, just like the breakfast casserole, and then each one of us has to say, okay, God, I got these ingredients now. Show me how to apply them in my context. So today's session is all about responsibility. We're going to break it down, break parenting down, ASAP. Today, what is my responsibility as a parent? And we're going to go to scripture for the answers. Let's go to Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, here it is, Bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. 
So from those verses, as well as some others from Deuteronomy and some other scripture that we have looked at before, what is my responsibility? What is your responsibility as a parent? It is ready to parent. We're going to look at parent as a verb, to parent, meaning to teach and train children with love, building a firm foundation of trust and relationship for the purpose of equipping them to be, you know, we always say it, resilient, competent, independent adults. So what is our responsibility? It is to parent, to direct, correct, teach, and train with love. And then it's also to embrace the role of authority. So we parent, we embrace the role of authority in our home. God has given us this role of authority. We are to embrace that authority position, the loving authority. This is authoritative, not authoritarian. Authoritarian is all rules, no relationship. We are looking at rules paired with relationship. We build this foundation of love and trust with all of our interactions with our kids. We learn our children. We study them so that we can teach and train them. So we embrace the responsibility of being the authority. And then we also have to recognize My responsibility is to do my best to set my child up for his best. I'm going to say that again. My responsibility is to do my best to set my child up for his or her best. I'm not going to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect, but you can do your best. You can do your best. You can continue to learn and grow and get better every single day. That's what you're doing right now. We're gathering information and we're learning together how to make parenting ASAP, as simple as possible. We have to recognize that we're not going to parent perfectly, but we will continue to get better together. So the responsibility, three things. What is my responsibility as a parent? To parent, meaning to teach and train with love for the purpose of preparing them for adulthood. Second, to embrace the authority position. And third, to do my best to set my child up for his best. When I say you're not going to be perfect, it's a fine line when we make parenting mistakes. We've already said we all make parenting mistakes. We all goof up. We all miss things. We all trip as we are, you know, running in this race. But we don't settle we continue to learn and grow. When we make a mistake, we apologize and we move on. When we learn new information, we apply it and we move forward. And we recognize Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. So as I parent, as I embrace the role of authority, As I do my best to set my child up for his best, I recognize that my job as a parent is not about fixing a behavior as much as it is about shaping my child's heart. Parenting is much more about shaping a heart than it is fixing a behavior. That is my responsibility to parent 
to embrace the role of authority and to do my best to set my child up for his best. Guys, the holidays are here and we are celebrating with a special discount code for the 2023 Fearless Mom Conference starting next week on November 21st. So mark your calendar now. Starting November 21st, you can save $30 on your registration with the discount code Too Much Turkey. That's T O O Much Turkey. Too Much Turkey using that discount code will save you $30 on your registration. So head over to fearlessmom.com from November 21st through the 28th. Register for the conference using that discount code Too Much Turkey and save $30. We hope to see you in Austin in February. Okay, guys, as we make parenting ASAP as simple as possible, and we look at what is our responsibility, that's valuable, but it's also valuable to say, what is not my responsibility? And that's what we're going to look at now. What is not my responsibility as a parent? Number one, my responsibility is not to assure my child's comfort, success, or happiness. It is not my job as mom to make sure my child is always comfortable, successful, and happy. I have to recognize my children will struggle. It may be a direct result of their choices. It may just be the circumstances in their life. It may be because of choices that someone else made. My job is not to make sure my children are always comfortable, successful, and happy. My job, remember, is to prepare my child's heart. So it's not to assure comfort, success, or happiness. So when I see my child struggling, I'm going to lean in. I'm going to validate the discomfort and say, wow, I see that that is hard. But then I'm going to celebrate the fact that my child can learn from that struggle, can learn from that discomfort, can learn from that sadness, can learn from that failure. I have to see value in the struggle. I have to see that struggle builds strength and our children learn best by experience. We don't want to teach our kids to avoid failure. We want to teach them to handle failure. We don't want to teach them to avoid disappointment, to avoid struggle. We want to teach them and equip them to handle failure, to handle struggle. So I have to remember my job is not to assure comfort, success, or happiness. My responsibility is not that. It is to prepare my child to be an adult. But I have to remember my reflex is so often to protect, but my responsibility is to prepare. Of course, we are mothers, we are nurturers. So I want to jump in and intervene if I see discomfort, if I see my child struggle with failure, or if I see my child experience sadness. And it is my job to lean in and be a support, but it is not my job to protect. It is not my job to intervene always. And that's a dance, guys. Obviously, we you know, we are paying attention and it's a gradual release of responsibility. But 
I have to recognize that my reflex is to protect, but my responsibility is to prepare. So what is not my responsibility? To assure my child's comfort, success, or happiness. It's also not my responsibility to provide a particular lifestyle. We tend to look around and compare ourselves to everyone else and think, oh, I should be doing this because this is what this family is doing, or this is what my neighbor is doing, or this is what my sister is doing with her family. Keeping up with the Joneses is the quickest, best way to assure discontent and disappointment in your heart and in your home. So I've got to say, okay, God, what is your direction for our family? How are you calling us to live? I'm going to lean in and we're going to make decisions as a family based on our family's values. We're going to dig into that in a couple of episodes later. But let's look at Galatians 6, 4, and 5. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get a satisfaction of a job well done. Then you'll know I'm doing enough. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. My responsibility, your responsibility, is not to provide a particular lifestyle. We do not need to compare our families and our lives to those around us. Our responsibility is to look to God and say, okay, God, what is your God-given faith-fueled vision for our family? So it's not, our responsibility is not to provide a particular lifestyle. And also, finally, our responsibility is not to continue to make up for my past mistakes or misses. I covered this so much when we talked about mom guilt. The 4A process that when we recognize that we've made a parenting mistake or we we had a parenting miss, we just didn't know better, we go through that 4A process. We acknowledge and accept and appreciate, and then we advance. We have to move forward from our mistakes and misses. We apologize if an apology is necessary. We give ourselves compassion and grace so that we can move on, so that we are not parenting out of guilt, but we are parenting toward the vision for our family. We embrace the responsibility and we parent forward. So for quick review, our responsibility is not to assure my child's comfort, success, or happiness. My responsibility is not to provide a particular lifestyle. My responsibility is not to continue to make up for my past mistakes or misses. To sum it up and to make this session as simple as possible, your responsibility is to pass the baton of responsibility to your child. I'm going to say that again. As a parent, your responsibility is to pass the baton of responsibility to your child. This happens gradually, but we're going to do it intentionally. If you picture a relay race and one runner is running with the baton and he passes it to the other runner who is waiting, And then he takes off running. Parenting is this act, passing the baton of responsibility. And remember, it's more of an art than a science. It is not exact. It is not precise. 
and it's certainly not one size fits all. But as I'm passing that baton of responsibility, I'm remembering, okay, my goal is a resilient, competent, independent adult child. Again, this is back and forth. If you watch the Olympics and you see, oh my goodness, look how fast they run. They pass that baton with such ease. There have been many, many practices, practices where they tripped over each other, where they dropped the baton, where a runner started running without the baton. To be sure, it is a back and forth. It is give and take. It is trial and error. But mom and dad always have the end goal in mind. And little by little, one step at a time, as a mom, I'm allowing my child to do more on his own, to struggle and to learn and to grow on his or her own. You can do it, mom. It is not easy. It is hard, actually. It's simple. It's simple. Yes, we're going to pass the baton of responsibility, but simple does not mean easy but we can do it. We're all in this together. And remember, kids don't need a perfect parent. Kids need a present parent. Kids don't need a perfect parent. They need a present parent. So choose to lean in. Choose to study your child. Pay attention so that you can then teach and train, direct and correct, that you can shape his heart to be who God created him to be. Let's pray together. God, we thank you so much for technology that connects us to so many moms. We ask right now, Holy Spirit, that you show us, give us wisdom and discernment as we come to you for direction, as we come to you for wisdom and discernment to show us when to step in and when to step back. It's a dance, God, and we are learning as we go, and we're growing together. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fearless Mom Podcast. Through every conversation, every practical tool, and every moment we can point a mom to hope, we are so honored and grateful to share it with you. And if you're loving these conversations, let your friends know. Tell them about the Fearless Mom podcast. It's the best way for moms to find out about our show. Also, we'd love it if you'd share a review or maybe leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And find us on Instagram at fearless underscore mom to stay up to date on all things Fearless Mom on all news and all events. We'll see you next time. And remember, mom, you're not alone. We're all in this together.